it up, guess who's back? It's a rap. Take it how you want if you want. It's just a rap. I make it and distribute the wax. SMG all that. Welcome back to the Monolith Film Podcast. I am your co-host, Lee Byrne. Joining me today, as always, Nicholas Gillum. Say hi. Hello. Uh, got some recurring guests today for their uh, feature film. We've got Dante DePaganon and Joey Byrne joining us. Say hello, boys. Good morning. How's everyone doing? Good. Good? What are we doing today? I don't fucking know. <laughs> We're doing bad biology. This one you've wanted to been do for a while, huh? Yeah, I've been talking about this fucking weird ass movie for a while now. Dude, this fucking movie was a wild ride. Yeah, directed by Frank Henenlotter. Nick, you're familiar with his stuff. I'm familiar with his. Uh, I thought it was the classic, but then I talked to a mutual friend of ours who's into horror, and he said that Frankenhooker was actually the magnum opus. Oh, okay. I am more familiar with his hit Basket Case. Right. Which I love. The original, of course. Not Actually, too rare. Give me one sec. Give me one sec here. Gone. You gave this, or you lent it to me like five years ago? Yeah, I'm still waiting for it back. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta that watch. is a classic, though. Yeah, actually, I... To be frank, I never watched it. Really? You gotta <laughs> no. get into it, dude. I didn't. I'm actually almost more intrigued to watch Frankenhooker at this point. Mm-hmm. Basket Case, though, it it sets the tone for the rest of everything. You can go like, oh, I understand why this guy's doing fucking penises walking around and stuff. Oh, does it? When you see the basket case, the, the birth of the idea. Okay. Well, I know like the, the actual basket case, like the dude in the basket. Yeah. Dwayne. Like the prop design. Yeah. Did you just call him Dwayne? Yeah, that's the guy's name. That's pretty funny. The character. <laughs> um, when you look at the prop design, it looks very similar to the penis in this thing. Yeah. Same kind of vascular putty looking thing. Papier mache kind of. Uh, yeah. Penis. With oh, like poop. nice, like a uh, inhale, exhale stuff. Yeah. It was like a, they got a pump in the background. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like that. Yeah, today we're doing Bad Biology, 2008, written by R.A. the Rugged Man. I don't know uh, if you guys are familiar with that hip-hop artist. I'm extremely familiar with his music. Yeah, me too. He's one of my favorites, to be honest. He used to be one of my favorites, but then he got got kind of um, like lyrical miracle, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. With his his rapping a bit. And like, I saw this movie, bro. I was like, this is totally R.A. the Rugged Man. Yeah, dude, it's like, it's bleeding with his personality. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's not the best, I might say. Do you guys want to give a little intro to uh, the rugged man, just for the people who are unfamiliar? Man, um, he's been around forever. Mm. He's an old school rapper who, uh, due to mental illness and other reasons, kind of just killed his own career and then like went like AFK for fucking years and years and years. He just 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 came out with his like second full length album in like thirty yeah. years or some shit. He's been busy, apparently. But he's been but, featured on a lot of uh, Jedi, yeah. uh, Army of the Pharaohs stuff, you know? Mm. Yeah. And before he, he killed his career, like, uh, there's that quote there, Biggie Smalls said that, like, Ari the Rugged Man's, like, the best of all time. You know, like, he's like, what the fuck? Because he has a song with Biggie called oh, Cunt yeah? Renaissance. Yeah, it's called Cunt Renaissance. Yeah. Yeah, the dude was prolific before he fucking shot himself in the foot. Yeah, he's a wild man. 
he's a wild man. Also on one of the songs uh, from Jedi Mind Tricks called Uncommon Valor. Yep. I forgot which song, which album it was. Uh, I think it's Servants in Heaven, uh, Something in Hell. Yeah, I think you're right. His verse on that is top five rap verses of all time. Yeah, it's a, it's a very well-renowned rap verse. Yeah, it's just insane. It's just like the craziest rap verse ever. Yeah, lyrically, it's like uh, I consider on par with like MF Doom's lyrics where it's like full Oof. full bar rhymes and stuff like that. Yeah, but not only very, that, very like good. MF, Doom, MF Doom lacks a lot of, uh, even though MF Doom is my favorite rapper, he lacks a lot of uh, meaning and theme to his music sometimes. Right. Whereas the Uncommon Valor verse, it just hits you like a fucking truck with its meaning, you know? Yeah, it, 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 he's he's a very yeah. I mean, he's a very good rapper, but like we said, he kind of shot his own career into the fucking ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like in the middle of like I don't know, fucking two thousand eight, he probably wasn't doing much. Maybe he just fucking writes this movie out of nowhere. <laughs> Have you guys seen the uh, music video that uh, Hannah Lauder directed? That's how they like the one that the, they met on. No, I did not. Did you? did you? No, I didn't check it out either. Yeah, me neither. Well, I'll cut what, this what out song? and I never said anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what song it is. What, what song, song, Nick? I'm not sure, but apparently that's how they got together, or they hooked up together, was that Hannah uh, Lauder was doing a, uh, a video for him. Well, that is a edit point for me to know that we skipped a bit. Couldn't okay. find the video, but uh, I'm, I'm sure it's fun enough. I'm sure there's little monsters and uh, little penises rolling around and stuff. I hope so. But I mean, hey, let's, let's, uh, let's get into bad biology instead, mm-hmm. right? So fully produced by the rugged man. Yeah, pretty much. That means full creative freedom. So this is uncensored, unhinged, hen and lotter rugged man. This is mm-hmm. what they come up with. And their budget was so small, they couldn't get it rated because it costs like a grand, I think, to get a movie rated. <laughs> okay. And they couldn't afford it. So they released it unrated. Like straight to DVD or straight to VHS. Well, 2008, not VHS. Straight to DVD. No theatrical release. No rating because they just couldn't afford it. That rocks. And I think it might be on that disc that I've lent you, the basket case one. Yeah. Uh, There might be an interview with uh, Hen and Lauder. I I think that's a ripped disc, though. I don't know if it would be (laughs) a case on it. Fuck. Probably in German or something. Fuck. Special features. Yeah. Commentary. Some interview with Hannah Lauder, and he goes, we don't have enough money to make good movies, so we make uh, exploitation movies. That's funny. Yeah, actually, I read an interview as well where he, uh, someone called him a horror director, and he corrected him. Yeah. He's like, I don't make horror movies, I make exploitation movies. I mean, that's pretty much it, though. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, he's right. But um, for those of you who have not seen Bad Biology, mm-hmm. it is a movie about a woman born with seven clits, more than that, but seven that are visible on the exterior. Um, and she cross, crosses paths with a dude who has a mutated penis. They're a match made in heaven. Yeah, the entire thing is all about just uh, fucking. I like uh, the, uh, the penis's backstory where it's the doctor thought it was the umbilical cord and cut it off. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. They sewed it back on, but it didn't work all right. So he pumps his cock with growth hormones and steroids mm-hmm. until his penis grows its own consciousness. Yeah. Becomes yeah the, the key to a good character backstory is to make it believable, you know? 
<laughs> I think my favorite scene might be him buying drugs for his dick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that is a good scene. I like the... Go ahead. No, you go. I like the last scene where... Um... I guess there's no point in making a spoiler warning, right? No, no. Anyone watching this knows we're going to okay. spoil the movie. The last scene where the the she gives birth to the dick's baby, and somehow it's not like a human, like every other dick who having sex with a vagina. It's a, human. it's a dick human, yeah. That was pretty hilarious. Yeah. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, though, with these favorite shots. Was, uh, was that uh, in the drug buying scene? Uh, there's a, uh, one, a, a like a, one of the producers, like hip hop producers, is playing the drug dealer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even uh, the dude who plays the uh, location scouter. Yeah. Or the photographer. Yeah. He was actually the location scouter for the movie as well, <laughs> and he's also a hip hop artist. <laughs> Getting all his buddies to work on it. Yeah, pretty much. So he wasn't really acting. That guy. It's just no being legit, himself. The shit they said about the Yellow Mansion, how yeah. it like, used to be owned by Father Divine, like an old school preacher and shit like that. Yeah. All that shit was true. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that's some low budget shit right there. Yeah, that's some... Uh, so the low budget started right at the writing table. But was, yeah. was this everybody's first time watching this movie? Yeah, yeah my first. Yeah. I'm the only one who's seen it before, eh? <laughs> I will say... Probably in history. <laughs> I, I will say that uh, um, definitely don't watch it twice. No? Yeah, <laughs> I was not get better. on it. It gets worse. It does not get better on second viewing. Yeah. Everything you get from it on the first time you watch it is exactly what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Don't bother. It's funny, it's funny you say that because I, I usually like to watch uh, the movies, especially when we cover them in the podcast twice at least. But after watching this one last uh, last night, yeah, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get I, it. I can understand that. I get it, you know. But um, what'd you think though? Apart from not wanting to watch it again, what'd you think? Yeah, I thought it was actually it was actually funny. Like, I thought it was uh, a good laugh, you know. Almost in a like there's definitely it's definitely trying to be sort of funny right because it's so ridiculous yeah of course and it's not taking itself seriously in what in any way shape or form yeah and it's a and it, and that's a good thing it comes off well um but also it's funny just in general because of how bad it is the acting is bad the writing is bad and it sort of just makes you want to laugh at it yeah well, I know the, uh, the the girl, the one who plays Jennifer, yeah, was RA's girlfriend at the time. Oh yeah. Yeah, and she he, he I don't think they initially wanted her to play the role, but after she auditioned, they kind of all felt like she was perfect for it. Mm. And then uh, the dude who plays Bats, Anthony Sneed, he they found him on MySpace or some dumb shit like that, and <laughs> originally they didn't want him because he didn't look like a junkie enough, but he promised to lose weight for the role, and then he lost 30 pounds, so they felt bad saying no to him. But I still don't think he looks like a junkie. Like, he's still, like, a healthy weight. He looks fine. Yeah, yeah he looks pretty ripped in the movie, you know? Yeah, it's pretty He's funny. definitely no Christian Bale in The Machinist. 
Oh, exactly. Like they really <laughs> felt bad for him because he like lost weight, and they're like, "Fuck, all right." That's commitment. Yeah, but then you know what? He he's in uh, a few other Hen and Lauder projects, so. Well, I guess he liked them after all, you know. Got his foot in the door. Yeah, I guess he liked them a little bit. Yeah, I, I think don't know he did pretty thing. well. I heard another thing where one of the, uh, you know, the vagina-faced models. And that's yeah. Like, one of them was the uh, the makeup artist on set because the lady the, who was supposed to be the actress just didn't show up, ran away or something. I read, I read she went missing. She went missing, oh yeah. Yeah, like they legit couldn't get a hold of her. Maybe she just like fucking ghosted them. Yeah, I think that might be it. She read the end of the script and said, fuck this. I'm not showing up for work to be a vagina head. <laughs> Dog, the more the more I learn about this movie, the the more it's Ari the Rugged Man, you know. Oh, dude, it's so funny. Like you it's listen to his ridiculous. records, and it's like this is exactly the type of movie he'd fucking make for sure. <laughs> like in my notes, I wrote that like, this is like this is a very much a reflection of of his sexual, yeah. you know, yeah tendencies oh. or like how he thinks. Like it's very yeah. fucking weird. And <laughs> and for exactly those how it is, you know, for those who don't know. R.A. the Rugged Man is in this movie. Uh, he plays Jennifer's first ever boyfriend, first ever sexual experience. We we get a nice vaginal POV facing him. Yeah, that's exactly the dude. The dude oh, you see hilarious. through the vagina, that's R.A. the Rugged Man. <laughs> yeah. Another funny thing is usually when you see R.A. the Rugged Man, like on, in videos or on photos or whatever, he's always wearing a hat. Always. This it's is true. the first time I see him without a hat and his hair looks like shit. <laughs> I know why he wears a hat all the time. You know? can, uh, can we, we pull that up? I want to see a lot too. It is. What? He wears a fedora. He wears like a fedora. Sometimes he wears like this uh, bandana, black, like yeah. shinobi bandana thing, you know? Shinobi. It's pretty cringe. Yeah. <laughs> also, also, Ari Regiment's dad is in this movie. Is he actually? Is that the old fucker from the photo shoot? It's the old fucker in the photo shoot. That, that is. Uh, John A. Thorburn, the exact dad he's talking about in that song, Uncommon Valor. Oh, shit, okay. So does that mean that uh, Ari's the rugged man, his girlfriend grabbed his dad's dick? Yes. Well, no, they probably used a body double. Uh, I guess it was a close-up, so yeah. they could have yeah. a body like, double or a prop. If it's an Ari the rugged man movie, I would not be surprised if it's actually her just grabbing his dad's dick. <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know what the fucking that's, guy That's a good call. <laughs> pretty hilarious <laughs> fucking funny <laughs> so what, what was your first impression Dante what did you think did you like it did you not like it oh my god so I I. <laughs> it's a tough one because I, I liked it where do you start eh I liked it but I thought it was hot garbage mm. you know like yeah that's like, fair because the, the thing is like the one problem I have with this movie is that they didn't go they didn't like go as far as they could have it could have been funnier you know they could have really like gone all out no frills no hesitation full offense you know and i didn't feel like they did that nick well, i mean i knew i kind of knew what i was in for with basket case so i was right, kinda yeah expecting... you've had some head and lauder experience yeah i was familiar with the uh the aesthetic of the the hen and lauder but uh i mean it's a fun movie to watch during the day you throw it in the back you got penises running around guys yelling and stuff <laughs> the acting 
I think might have been better than in Basket Case. Really? Basket Case is absolutely wow. the worst the worst thing ever, but fantastic. Um this is this is just as fun. I, I had a good time watching it. How similar is the directing in Basket Case? Oh, it's exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> same yeah. like uh same quality, same yeah, everything. Pretty, pretty well a medium shot with one hot light on somebody. Right. Or just a okay. wide shot with one light facing him in the middle, and then the camera doesn't move, camera doesn't do anything. It's not really it's less of a style and more of a yeah, put it there. We have one hour to film in this room. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, my initial review when I first watched it was that this is probably like it feels like the best high school project I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Just like production quality wise, obviously no student would make this for a class because you would just get expelled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, I actually uh, said something similar when we watched it together. Last yeah, time. yeah. Interestingly enough, Joey had the exact same like gut reaction was that it just felt like a high school project. Yeah, or like a project they, they did in high school because it's it's similar to like an idea that a kid in high school would have in, the, in ridiculousness. Little did you know, it was a group of middle-aged men who came up with it. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of middle-aged rappers. <laughs> but I think in uh, in high school, we did movie projects for some classes, and I think I've seen better high school projects, to be honest. I think Nick and I made a better high school project. <laughs> well, there you go. We, we took every prize, dude. Yeah, we did. We won the Oscar for that one. There was, there was a student film at Vanya that was kind of similar to this, too. Oh yeah, and it was, was really it? good. Yeah, it wasn't super similar, but it's kind of in the same vein. It was about the uh, a guy with seven clits. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was seven urethras. No, <laughs> yeah, it was it was about like this uh these like Girl Scouts and they they were getting sexually assaulted by like a bunch of these guys on the street on their route, and and they and the whole movie is about them taking back the streets and they have a bunch of guns. And oh, G47s and AKs, and the poster of the film is like a Girl Scout with a, a giant gun. You know, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, I'm, that sounds better. Oh, it was a great movie. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. I'm it not sounds like a, a bit of social commentary, too. <laughs> yeah, I think the only social commentary in this is like, I don't know, like the, the furthest reach I can make is like, don't slut shame. I don't think there is any social commentary in this movie. I think it I think. took a more of a, a primal sort of uh, psychological stance on the human, yeah. the human psyche, you know, the, the obsession with sex and violence. I think, I think, I think you're, you're right about that. I think uh, for the most part, I've had more fun analyzing RA's psychology <laughs> through this movie than analyzing the movie itself. Mm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, I thought the social commentary was that, oh, just don't, you shouldn't have sex with the rugged man. <laughs> That's just the public service. You shouldn't get with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Just a fucking PSA. Yeah, just a big thing comes on before the movie. <laughs> don't fuck R.A. the rugged man. Don't, don't, don't mess with any hardcore underground rappers. Especially yeah, if you're supposed to Jedi mind tricks, you know? Dude, Vinny Paz is so funny in this. I love him. <laughs> For those who don't know... Vinny Paz like, is like the the dude in the scene with the vagina face models. Mm -hmm. He's the dude in the front who's like licking the mask and shit like that. <laughs> dude, it's so he, fucking funny. He's the, the best acting in the whole movie too. The best yeah. acting, I'd say. Well, yeah, I, mean, I don't I think mean, he's, he's acting. I think he's genuine. That's he's the thing. He's playing himself. Yeah, yeah exactly. he's he's playing himself. He's 
he's announced as Vinny Paz from Jedi Mind Tricks. <laughs> from Jedi Mind Tricks. Vinny Paz, the lost cause from Jedi Mind Tricks. Yeah. But it's funny because you know you know Vinny Paz is Muslim, huh? Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know that. And this is like the most haram thing he's ever fucking done. <laughs> is this movie? <laughs> Why? I don't think there's any pork in this movie. <laughs> no, it's just sinful. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I also thought, um, like, when, when, when you're talking about social commentary and, like, themes, like, I thought, like, the main theme, it's kind of weird, you know? Like, last time I was on audition, yeah, and, and this time it's, like, I, I got, I felt the same way watching it, you know? Yeah, me too, dude. Me too. I felt the same way watching it. Like, like there's a slow burn the whole movie, and I'm waiting <laughs> until the end of the movie. I'm, like... The whole movie is just like exposition about their characters and getting to know them a bit and getting to know like oh this, my god, dude, this, way this too lore, much exposition. This deep lore about these characters, <laughs> and the worst part is that they tell you their exposition. They're not, they're not, they're not doing any camera tricks. They're like, oh my cock happened, and this is what happened to me. You know, he goes on a twenty minute rant about it. Yep. But like, That's... I felt like uh, like I was waiting the whole movie for them to have sex, to have like sex, but. By the time that actually happens, he's like, oh, my cock fell off and ran away and started fucking a bunch of other people. And I'm like, what, bro? And he chops his legs off, you know? He fucks the hooker first, right? And she... Yeah, orgasms for 45 minutes and then dies. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> do you guys... That's funny you say that, Dante, because I, I, sort, I sort of had the opposite reaction where after, what is it, like 15 minutes, I was like, I feel like it's almost over. Yeah, legit. Uh, we were watching yeah. it in the living room and like people walked in so I paused it to let them like settle down or whatever and Joey just looks at me like it's almost done right I'm like no dude this shit just started I feel like it was wrapping up like <laughs> it felt yes. like that though. every five minutes it's like it's like you know when we were watching the Lord of the Rings at your house Joey oh yeah of course I yeah and 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 you remember at the beginning of the movie uh Sam Genji they're in the field and he's like one more step and I'll be the first yeah. time I've ever been from the Shire. And yeah. he kept making that joke every time he took a step. Yeah, every time. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, he's at the fucking he's at the fucking volcano Mount Doom. He yeah. takes a step and he's like <laughs> one more step. One more step yeah. and I'll be Yeah, done. one more step. I feel like that was the same thing with this movie. It's like, oh, one one more exposition and one more step. Play, yeah. You know? Are they gonna have sex? Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think of the uh, special effects in this movie? The old, uh, when she lifts up in uh, ecstasy while being uh, railed at the end, or the, uh, <laughs> the penis the penis cam, all these uh, these fun effects. Do you guys agree into them? I love, I, I, love the, I love the Eraserhead cameo. Which one is that? The son from Eraserhead. I love that he makes the cameos. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking mutant baby? Yeah. Oh. That's that's their kid, bro. That's where uh, this is a prequel to Eraserhead. And this is the prequel. This is the prequel. Yeah. Weird. I like the uh, the prop uh, stuff. I thought it was uh, kind of cool. I like. I dug, I really dug the penis. I think they did a fucking good job. It looks funny. It looks stupid, but in the it looks gross, way. man. Yeah, it's it's good. Oh, I love I love practical effects in yeah. any movie. You know. Yeah, and like the pulsating effect, the throbbing that they had going on. That was. Uh, yeah, a little, a little bike pump in the background. Yeah, it, it was cheap, but it was nice. It was like the one I thought was a bit ridiculous though was his penis supposedly like fighting with him through his boxer shorts. Yeah, like a quick blur just going. Yeah, yeah the noise, the noise bothered me more than anything. 
Yeah, that was a bit funny. Just a yeah. little flapping. And it sounded like fluttering. Like it didn't sound like a dick flopping in a player of boxers or whatever. No, and it didn't look like there was... I mean, honestly, through the boxers, it didn't look like he was packing that much heat. But then when it came out to play, it was like, holy. Oh, dude, it's like a whole fucking arm. Holy moly, yeah. yeah you yeah. got a fucking anaconda. Or like, uh, or like when, when, he's, when he's writing on the desk and it's his dick smacking on the desk. Yeah, that yeah, was exactly. That was and, 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 <laughs> like that scene, I thought like the director was trying to make us like, he was trying to make us feel like, oh, what's under this? But like the second it happened, I knew I was like, oh, that's his dick. Yeah, of course. Right. What else would it be? Or like when he's when he's talking to the, the actress of the movie they're filming in his house and he and it like she's like acting sexy or whatever to bug him because you she caught him like spying on her yeah oh, the, and then his, his dick like uh, knocks the boxes in between them yeah that was good the empty boxes and then he turns and it's like a jump scare but it's just <laughs> his dick like knocking into some boxes that was act, that was actually scared, hilarious he, he got jump scared yeah he got jump scared and she got jump scared. <laughs> But we didn't, which is fucking funny. No, it was just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I find it. I find it interesting because I the first time I watched this, I didn't know it was Frank uh, Hennenlauter. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just some fucking random dude like RA found on Craigslist or some shit, or maybe himself. Because like I've heard of Basket Case from Nick, and I've heard of Frank and Hooker from like a lot of other places. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's Frankenstein, but she's a hooker. <laughs> Um, but I once I watched this, I was like disappointed, man. It doesn't feel like there's much directing going on. It's like Lou, like Nick said, like, all right, let's fucking get this shot. This is what I want to happen. Make it happen. Whatever. Fuck it. I think the movies, they're, they're more known for the, just the ridiculous plots than the actual yeah. anything else, because there's nothing else good about any of these movies. <laughs> but I feel like even just like take 10 seconds to think about camera angle and your movie will be a million times better mm. but just like that the, scene like the jump scare we're talking about with the where he pops a boner and it moves the bat the boxes and shit mm-hmm. like why would you choose the same lens you've been filming the entire movie with at the same angle like mid-range nothing's going on nothing special like you want some mystery you want like i don't know dim the fucking lights don't make it broad daylight do fucking something no, but I mean, all that comes to budget, especially with lenses, you know? Most of yeah. these directors, they don't, they don't, like, unless you're Stanley Kubrick, you don't own your lenses. You have to rent these things out, right? Well, he, uh, this whole thing was filmed on, uh, what's it called? Short end? Like, leftover, leftover film from other productions. Oh, okay, yeah. like, leftover stock. Yeah. So they couldn't take many takes? No, I guess not, because, like, every time they loaded the camera up with film... Because they, they would you know only have a certain amount of, of time to film before they ran out of stock. Wait, so they they filmed it on film? I guess not, so. Not digital. I mean, you don't have short end on digital, right? That doesn't make sense. So I guess they did film it on film. I feel like that's a weird choice if you're on a budget. That that would be more expensive to shoot on film. But in in like 2008, the digital would have looked so shit. Like it, unless you had a it didn't look good there. though. <laughs> even uh even but the... you know what it, it didn't look good but it it looked like a movie it looked like a canadian movie to be honest yeah it looked like it was filmed on digital like five to ten years after 2008 you know uh, what i mean like it, it doesn't look like nick is saying like if it was filmed on digital 
without like the top notch cameras at the time, it would have looked like shit. Yeah. And it still kind of does fuzzy. look like shit, but it looks like shit to us today in 2020, where we're used to cameras and like fucking yeah. like 4K. The, the whole movie would have looked like one of our little webcam thumbnails. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like that would be the thing just blown up, and you'd go, what the hell is going on? Just pixels going around. Like, unless you had yeah. like Star Wars episode two budget to film well, digital, it wouldn't have looked like anything. That might have. Did anybody take notes for this movie? Yeah, I took a bunch of notes. You did? I yeah. did not. I couldn't think of anything to write oh, down. I had one note. Yeah, what was it? Was it was uh, a reference when the uh, dismembered member uh, attacks the first uh, lady. Yeah. Either the first lady or the third lady, and she falls down in the closet, and her hand goes up like that. Oh, that's like the fourth or fifth, dude. Yeah. Is it? Well, that's uh, that's the old psycho. Uh, reference right yeah. yeah but i don't see a connection to anything that's going on in the movie the dick is supposed to be psycho someone dies i think i guess i mean the dick is yeah someone dies <laughs> the dick no but i mean off the rails you gotta think of it like as if it was a high school project like it doesn't matter the similarities are not to a movie it's going to reference popular movies because that's what you do right yeah, I think it might have just been a reference for the sake of reference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the writing in this movie a bit. I thought it was fucking funny. Oh, you like the it? dialogue? I like the writing. Like, like the you know the beginning monologue where she's talking? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I, I need meat to feed the hungry beast. <laughs> yeah. Shit like that, I thought it was hilarious. I found the monologue got old. I think too many people had a monologue. Oh, yeah, for sure. Sure. I actually kind of enjoyed when Jennifer breaks the fourth wall the first time she gives birth. Yeah, I was very surprised about that too. Like, uh, for those of you watching or listening who did not watch the movie, the first time we see her fuck, and then she kills the dude after, which is a common theme in the movie. <laughs> she then proceeds to give birth, and we learn later through monologue that she gives birth because a byproduct of having so many clits is that her body, her metabolism, her sexual metabolism, all that shit moves quicker. Anyways. And she gives birth in like two hours, so it's like... Right, yeah. So she fucks, she kills a dude, she eats a bit, then she starts popping the baby out. Then she bails on the apartment, and she stops before bailing and looks directly into the camera and like spits out this monologue about how her babies are fucked up. They're mutant babies. They're not normal. So don't feel bad for them. But it's just weird because we've heard her monologue throughout the entire film, but this is the first time she breaks the fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the way she eats, like she. Yeah. Just takes one bite of everything. So it's not just one bite of everything, but she like she took like the 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 triangle of pizza, like ripped off the tip and ate mm-hmm. that. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that was <laughs> weird. Take a bite. Yeah. Um, she was portioning it out. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I was did confused. You guys, did you guys dig the uh, the fourth wall break, or was that? Do you guys hate that uh, shit? I liked it a lot. Yeah, that was well done. Yeah, it was probably the best best part of the movie. I didn't even realize that she was breaking the fourth wall until she was finished. Oh yeah. I was like, who's she talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just wasn't expecting it. You, bro. She's talking to you. <laughs> yeah, she's talking to me. I don't care if she leaves her baby there, so she doesn't have to explain shit to me. Yeah, I guess we're the wrong audience because this movie is supposed to. I mean, she just killed someone, so 
she just killed someone. So I'm, I'm not going to be surprised if she's now going to leave a baby behind. I'm more surprised that she had a baby already. So that. Yeah, that makes sense. I do like the uh, death photo she takes. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah. Have, uh... That wasn't bad. And actually the photos themselves weren't bad too. Yeah. Dude, the photos were incredible. Yeah. yeah these like, yeah. these awesome. photos were so good. Did, did sure they actually hire a photographer for this? That's what I was Probably wondering too. Sure. For sure they did. That's like the right. whole budget just went to that. These are these are like top tier photography photos for sure. Because the editing looks good and everything mm-hmm. too. Some weird compositing. Yeah, they are. Maybe cool. his maybe his girlfriend's actually a photographer. I don't think it's editing. I think I think they shot these these photos with film. Like multiple exposure. Yeah, like dual double exposure. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought as well. It lo- it looks that way because a lot of them are like. They're too blended to be composite. Hmm. Yeah, or even when they when when they enlarge the photos, they might have moved it when they're when they're processing the the prints. Mm, okay, I've done that at school before. Just one thing: while you were scrubbing through all those thumbnails or all those uh, pictures, that kind of uh, I don't know. It, it's like you see some shots that are really <laughs> nice, and some shots that are just stupid as hell. You know, or not stupid, but just. Uh, I don't know, like standard shots or something. Right. Like uh, this shot. This is a very nice shot. You got some nice foreground. He's got the right lens on and everything. And it's a yeah. composed. Yeah. So for those not watching the video, but Nick is talking about the scene where Jennifer is giving birth in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. And then you just get like medium shots the rest of the way through with just one harsh light and and I, the yeah. directing is it's uneven it's all over the place but you get some sprinkles of oh this is a pretty nice shot but yeah but feel even then doesn't save anything even then like what lee was saying earlier is that like uh with like the, um the efforts put into the making like using the of like the the effort put into the cinema is lackluster and like i feel like even this shot like nick you're saying it's a nice shot but it's like they could have like spent two seconds to straighten up the camera to make it really parallel, well, better composed, you know. Well, nice yeah, shot, definitely. nice shot compared to what we've seen. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, uh, I took a mental note of this, um, but there was a lot of freeze frame shots, sort of, or like still shots, mm-hmm. like sprinkled into the movie every now yeah. and then. Like the next one there with the Hills Have Eyes guy. Uh, with yeah, the him, yeah, exactly. This one. And there is like, obviously there was that whole intermission thing with like all the photographs being shown. I thought that was fucking weird. Like the pictures are really cool. But yeah. that intermission where it's just a PowerPoint of all the photography pictures. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to see that. I think yeah, they just wanted to show us the pictures. But yeah, but work them into the film. Like when the dude... When the, the photographer when Jennifer's going, assistant is like looking yeah. through her pictures and be like, well, I've never seen anything like this. They should focus film. on him. Yeah, exactly. Focus, like do like an over the shoulder shot. Right. Yeah. Don't fucking cut to a PowerPoint. I don't fucking care. I don't want to <laughs> see a PowerPoint. No, but it's like the same thing with the exposition, you know? Yeah, that shit too bothered me a lot. I, I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> one who believes in show, don't tell, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you like a lot of the information they give us. I don't fucking need to know that to enjoy the movie. Leave some mystery there. Or even they could, they could have, if they had a, 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 a if it was well directed, they could have made the movie to, so that it inferred it for us, you know, without right, yeah, telling yeah. us. 
especially with uh like Bats's character, like the fact that he's like pumping his dick full of drugs and stuff. He doesn't need to tell me that he's giving his dick growth hormones and steroids. Yeah, it's pretty. I know that the because he <laughs> bought growth hormones and steroids from a drug dealer and then put it in his dick. Well, not just that, but the first time we fucking see him, he's injecting Kool-Aid into his cock, you know? Yeah, you know, I don't need him to fucking tell me that in a 10-minute monologue. Mm -hmm. I know that because I'm fucking watching the movie. (laughs) That shit bothered me. Yeah, that was was probably my biggest gripe, too. This guy in this shot had a monologue as well. Yeah, that Uh, was cringy. Dude, that made me fucking... That was... (laughs) I (laughs) hated like it. I hate... Yeah, the old fucker during the photo shoot. Yeah, his when monologue. she grabs his schlong. Yeah, she grabs his schlong, and then he goes off about, dude, what does he say at the end? He's like, you were this close to seeing the king of Nazareth or some shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that was the, the best part of it. That, that was funny. <laughs> that was the best part, is at the end of that monologue, that's Arya's dad, too, remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the monologue is like, you came, you came this close to seeing the king of Nazareth. I thought it was fucking funny. The whole <laughs> monologue was shit, but right there at the end, it was so random, made no sense. I was like, what the fuck? Well, yeah, that, that's what I was going to say about the whole monologue. It was all just random and didn't make sense. Some senile shit. Some chick grabbed his dick and he was upset and he started talking a lot about politics and stuff. And Yeah, he's like, that's what's wrong with America. There's no fucking respect. Yeah. It's like, he's right, but like, what the fuck? Where did that come from? the war for whores like you or something? Yeah, the yeah. war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So weird. Yeah, it's it's a fucking weird movie, man. A lot of shit, like a lot of decisions that they made that they just really shouldn't have made. Like it almost feels like half of this movie was shot by Henenlotter and the other half were shot by R.A. And like R.A. has never directed before, so he has no idea what the fuck he's doing. He's just like shooting random shit. Well, the good the thing about Henenlotter is that he doesn't really know how to direct either, so. <laughs> <laughs> Second shot's fired, eh? We should have emailed him, trying to get him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like what happened was like a telephone game. Ari told Hedenlotter what to do, and then Hedenlotter told the cameraman what to do. Or Fuck, maybe, I mean, Ari was directing the movie, but Hedenlotter was like holding the camera. You know, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, they like have the cameraman. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Nick Dag. Nick Dag. You saw him on the crew there. You go down. Okay, uh, Nick Dag, cinematographer. Nick Dag. I don't feel like the cameraman got any. Uh instruction whatsoever i think it was just film this scene okay face this direction okay i'll point the camera there yeah uh, (laughs) oh yeah i'll point the camera where anywhere you know how to work one of these right all right good let's go (laughs) the creep (laughs) what are you looking for there lee oh i'm just because you like you said the makeup girl yeah wait richard tarantino any relation? <laughs> Doesn't uh, look like so. it. Uh, that was a close one. No, probably not. No. Uh, yeah, you had mentioned before, Nick, and it's something I had read as well. The makeup girl substituted for one of the models during the pussy face scene. Yeah. I was trying to see if I can find a picture of her online to see which uh, girl she was. I think she would have been the, the one in the back without yeah, the dialogue yeah. there. Yeah. I imagine so as well. But it's still pretty bold of a makeup artist to be like, yeah, I'll be naked on camera. Pretty funny. Like day one, too. I, I guess she's wearing a mask, but... That's still yeah. a funny still. story. The mask probably is what sold it for her. <laughs> Even though she yeah. takes it off after. 
What do you guys think of the porno that he was watching? Hot as hell? Horrible. What the fuck? Uh, yeah, no, I think it wasn't that good, actually. Especially the one he put on when he actually wanted to, to jerk off. Yeah, like when he uses the machine. That one was like, that was just like a tease video. But can we, but we, I mean, can we all agree that the, he starts hallucinating, right? Because of the drugs? Yeah. Because of something, yeah. Well, because the, it, it cuts from like a video of like an actual porn star telling him to fuck her or whatever. Yeah. Well, I, you see, I didn't know if that was an actual porn star or like a woman in his life. Right, because it cuts to That's a different girl, to, yeah. fully dressed, and she says the exact same monologue that R.A. says to Jennifer in her flashback. Yeah. And, like that shit about, like, I'll do anything for you, I fucking love you, all that shit. Yeah. And the thing the is, exact like, same dialogue. These characters, like, especially this guy, he, he has so much exposition that he tells us, but, like, what? He, he leaves out his, like, the most important thing about his actual previous relationships with this chick. Yeah, it's fucking he, weird. He didn't get any backstory, but his dick did. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. And and I think I think we see that girl in the in the hallucination later on. Really? That's I think that's the first girl that the dick rapes at the end of the movie. Oh, is oh, it? Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, it looked a lot like her. That I mean, hmm. yeah, that makes sense. I didn't catch yeah. that. Like. That's funny. Uh, it was also really funny when the dick was popping out of the of the floor. Oh my god! See, like the cuts in the floor, they meant to make to make the two by fours weaker or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's the same fucking floor and wall every time, even though it's a different <laughs> yeah. fucking place. That's fun. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Plus, like the whole time I was watching that, I was like, okay, you know, everyone knows comedy comes in threes. You know, this severed mutated penis is gonna rape three girls, and then we'll be done. And then it's like another 25. one, another one. Another one, another no, one. After after two, oh my I just get god, one. dude, that dude that lasts way too long. Like it's like fucking ten minutes of just a like, fucking yeah, blue filter. Yeah, yeah. It's not just that. It's like it's like after the second or third one, like I get the point. So yeah. I skip the rest of them. You know, the, you the, definitely the, didn't the miss anything. On a rampage, you know. Yeah, I, get, I think I uh, a big problem. This this movie could have easily been like fucking forty minutes. Fifteen. 15? 15, yeah, 15 Joey? Minutes, yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes. What about all the monologues? Cut them. Cut them. Cut them all. There you yeah. go. It's not a monologue movie. I don't know what they were thinking with those monologues. You know yeah, what? I you agree. couldn't afford like, a good writer. There was no themes to... Well, like, it, it, didn't he? They didn't really follow any themes and stuff. They weren't... Writer? Anyway. Yeah, they wrote it together. Yeah, but it's like it's like... You know, a good writer would have written that into the movie, you know, like where we could yeah. infer these monologues, like I said before. Yeah, I agree. But they didn't know how to do that. So we're like, okay, where are we going to put our information? The movie in yeah. their faces, you know, <laughs> like we're, they're going to talk about it. Yep. It's like, oh, come on. Dude, it's like you're not writing a fucking Shakespeare play. We don't need a fucking soliloquy every 10 minutes. I didn't, uh, I didn't really catch a lot of the last monologue, the guy's monologue. Um, I didn't really care yeah, by, the, by the end of the movie what they were saying anymore yeah but the last guy's monologue wasn't really like a monologue really it's more him just being mad that his cock left him he's mad about it i didn't take it too much as like i knew it was a monologue but i didn't take it too much as a monologue yeah i mean uh about his cock left him he didn't even say bye you know so it didn't really tie the whole thing together like uh like it could have right i mean because there's a it started with a monologue so if it ended on a monologue that could have really tied it together well, it ends with Jennifer's monologue about how she's finally fucking God. 
<laughs> That's true. That's another thing we didn't talk about is that she wants yeah. well, she's why the chosen he, one. That's why he gave her seven plus clitorises. Right, exactly. Clitori? Clitori. Clits. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Interesting theory on her part. Yeah, I mean, whatever floats your boat, right? Whatever makes you uh, hold like, on to reality. I was going to say grade A narcissism, like, mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, but I mean, she's definitely, it's probably safe to assume she's the only one in the world who has that condition, so. Yeah. Right? That doesn't mean it's a good thing, though. Yeah, I guess. That's true. Yeah. And I mean, anyway, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was thinking with the whole God aspect, because it's interesting how, I don't know, it seems like nobody in the Western tradition can escape Christianity when making a horror movie. And despite Hen Lauder's desire to be, uh, called an exploitation filmmaker and not a horror filmmaker i think this can still fall somewhat into horror and it's interesting how um they just can't escape christianity like it's a movie about a fucking mutant girl with seven clits and a dude who mutates his own penis with drugs and somehow they managed to make it about god but the thing is the thing is when when you say that it's like when it comes to art and the western tradition of art and how it ties to christianity usually it's when it comes to iconography not yeah. like the plot you know? right like imagery yeah yeah like symbolism imagery and semiotics not like the actual plot you know mm. right if that makes unless unless it's like literature and you're like referencing the bible because like you know a lot of western literature you kind of have to reference the bible at some point you know yeah but i feel like somehow thematically we can't escape christian tradition in our themes it's like yeah. no matter what a sin is a sin whether we are religious or not we know that shit is bad mm-hmm. you know like this movie paints an ugly picture of lust but it paints a certain different picture of sex right yeah like, like she kills I'm... people out of lust yeah like that's what but she fucks people about. out of need it is a deadly sin. Right. No, but that's like the similar thing to, to like what I was saying before about like it being kind of similar to audition. Or at least I felt like that in terms of themes in the very beginning of the film. Not really yeah. after. But like, you know how like an audition or even when you guys talked about what's that other movie that you were Anti-porno? What? Anti-porno? Anti-porno, yeah. Where it's like this relationship between murder, death, and, and sex. Yeah. And how it's like a very visceral, they're, they're all extremely visceral bodily things. And they're all extremely Im- intimate in a weird way. I got that vibe in the first part of the movie when she kills the guy. But never she even again. says it. When, uh, yeah, she when, says it too. Yeah. yeah. When her assistant is looking at the pictures, he says like, I can't tell if they're having the best orgasm of their life or if they're being killed. And she says, what's the difference? Yeah, that's, that, that's like a good, that's a great theme, you know? Right. But it wasn't really touched on at the end, you know, or like any other times in the film. Yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, any any grasp at the theme in this movie is like introduced briefly, almost as a joke, and then <laughs> instantly abandoned for the sake of exploitation. 
Yeah, and it's funny. She kills her sexual partners, but then, like, at the end, she's, like, giving CPR to the cock. Yeah, and then the cock kills her. I thought it was so funny when she's giving CPR to the dick, and it's, like, the worst part is that, like, out of context, it's ridiculous, but in the movie, it makes sense. Dude, when she's, like, breathing into the urethra, so (laughs) fucking funny, man. As if, why would the cock have fucking lungs? (laughs) So funny. And then she was so scared of it when it was reanimated. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, she almost was like, no, don't... Well, didn't she say? Wasn't she not down afterwards? Yeah. I don't know. She wasn't down afterwards, yeah. Why, though? Well, because she was scared, like you said. Yeah, but she has... Have you, okay, I guess she hasn't seen the inside of her own vagina, but that shit was scary, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, like, moving around in there. Yeah. <laughs> like critters. Like what? Little critters, little creepy crawlies. Yeah. I wonder, do you think uh, Hedden Lauder has ever seen a clitoris? You can never locate it. Well, <laughs> he, those things were fucking weird looking. Yeah, I mean, what would a, what would a clitoris look like from if it was inside of a vagina? I can't imagine it looking Dude, that you're different. Asking, you're asking three men that. We don't know the fucking answer. <laughs> no, I'm asking like a, it's like a hypo... Uh, think any of us know what a clip hypo- looks like? No. Well, I mean... Oh, man. I watch hentai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we I can just Google biology. it. I know exactly what it looks like. Yeah. Which one? Fuck. <laughs> yeah uh. what do you guys think uh in the movie that one scene where he's buying drugs for his cock and he's at the junkie's house and that bitch shows up and she's yelling about her what's it called the jimmy jimmy something jimmy jam jimmy jam the fuck is she talking about Bro, I have no fucking clue either. <laughs> yeah, what do you think her Jimmy Jam is? Um, uh, I don't know. I was she. I think I thought she was just like uh, what's it called? She was just jonesing. Yeah, I thought she was fucked up. You know, just jonesing for something hard. You know, was that supposed to be a comedic scene or like a gritty dramatic scene? I think everything <laughs> in this movie is supposed to be comedic. <laughs> I hope. I hope. Yeah, I I, I thought he was gonna rape her. You thought, e whoa. What was that? <laughs> I thought he was <laughs> gonna... pulling out the R word. I, I thought he was going to rope her. Um, I thought I thought his uh, his mutant cock was going to go out of control. Yeah, nothing happened. Eh? He was just no, nothing really upset happened. about it. He just yeah. went into the bathroom and shot his cock with some steroids. How dare you wear underwear in your own house? Mm. That, that whole part was... They were dusty, though. That whole part with the chick with and their underwear and the Jim Jimmy whatever the fuck yeah that was such a useless scene yeah that whole part yep was so useless like, what was he saying what what was the guy saying he's like you dumb bitch yeah he kept, he kept, <laughs> he kept calling her a dumb bitch and was like wow you know you live together yeah he said uh, what's that dude from Breaking Bad Junior Walt Junior yeah his son what diseases he have. MS? Yes, MS. No, he was talking about Bell's palsy in this one. Oh. Yeah, doesn't he have cerebral palsy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what he said. I that never watched cool. Breaking Bad, so. <laughs> <gasps> you got to watch Breaking Bad, my guy. It's a great movie. I, I watched the first three episodes. It's better. Then it gets a lot worse. Oh, does it? The, the, then it gets a lot better, and then it gets okay. Does it get worse like Game of Thrones got worse? No. No, it doesn't get that bad. Okay. Good. Ending was very good. Did you, did you watch the movie? The little little short film? No, movie? I didn't. El Camino? El Camino. I didn't. Did you? That That's incredible. That was Is really it actually? Great, it's a really great ending to the TV show. Okay, I'll watch it. Oh, because yeah, I was hesitant. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I should or not. I'll watch it's, it. It's I'll probably watch it. it's probably the the best possible way they could have ended the show. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll watch it. Yeah. What'd you guys think of Better Call Saul? Great. I love Better Call Saul. I uh, I stopped watching after like the second season, I think. Yeah, but it adds it adds a lot to the world building. I like Saul's character, and I like how he starts off like almost innocent, and then he gets corrupted by the world. Mm-hmm. That was cool. But mm. I, it just didn't, it didn't keep my interest. I mean, maybe that's yeah. for another pod, though. Definitely. I don't know, <laughs> do you guys have anything more to say about fucking bad biology? Yeah, I think definitely for another pod, but I don't have anything else to say about bad biology. You guys want me to read you my notes? They're really funny. Oh yeah, yeah add, give us some shit. Yeah, give Let's us go. Some shit. All right, so I'm gonna go. In, this is in chronological order, right? I was taking right. these notes as I'm watching the movie, right? Okay. So first, I'm gonna start with the first one. Meat to feed the hungry beast. Lol. Wrote, <laughs> uh, rest in peace pill bottles. Because he has yep. like a billion pill bottles. Yeah. Actually, I, w- I would like to talk about that scene. Yeah. I think... Um, Wait, which scene? The, the first time he has the pill... Wait, he injects follow cam. Where it's following bats through his mansion and he's searching for pill bottles. Like, yeah. like right after this scene that we're, that we're frozen on with uh, yeah. Jennifer in the bar. The first ever time we see bats. Oh, I loved I loved when he injects and he does that screaming face. Yeah, yeah. that was incredible. That was really good. I thought that that whole that whole scene was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I liked how dark, like it was all fucking dim lighting, mm-hmm. follow cam. You weren't sure what was going on. Pill bottles everywhere. He's freaking out. He's butt fucking naked. And I liked it. I think I liked it even more because that scene lacked the exposition every other scene had. Yeah, At that's that one point, way. We they, don't know who Bats is. Create the exposition into the film. Yeah, you know? that was cool. I dug that. But I love the shot of him yelling with his face like that. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of like an Aphex Twin music video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, then, go on. Next one. Uh, I wrote, "Tell me about those tattoos mid-sex," because you know when she asks him. About oh yeah, that was tattoos. fucking. I'm like, also the thing is, uh, uh, that sex scene was so horrible. Yeah, it was. Who has sex like that? It's like every sex scene was horrible. Yeah, what do you mean that one? Yeah, they were all terrible. They were, dude. None of them. What the fuck is the sex scene that looks like they're wrestling? (laughs) They're just rolling back. And then I just wrote, this is how R.A. the Rugged Man has sex. (laughs) And then uh, I wrote, what the hell am I watching? (laughs) Word. And then I wrote, the old man's rant sounds like R.A. the Rugged Man when he talks. Then I figured out that, you know, it's his dad. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they do I, have the same accent. Yeah, and then I wrote, these are actually really good photos. Good concept mm-hmm. photos, too. And then and I'm like, she fucks the guy from the hills have eyes. Right. And then I wrote, that was fucking Mal, funny. the nymphomaniac de- definition. You know when she does the definition of nymphomaniac? Yeah, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. That was so stupid. Like, like real real nymphomaniacs, they, will, they have orgasms like 200 times a day. 
you know? Yeah. That's like some actual, it's like an actual thing, you know? Yeah. But she's saying, that's not a real nymphomaniac. I'm a real nymphomaniac, you know? But she has sex, like, what, five times in the movie? It's not like she's, she's yep. having an orgasm every two seconds, like a real nymphomaniac. Yeah, and didn't she make it sound like guys can't be nymphomaniacs? No, she said something about nymphomaniac being a term developed by men who are scared of females. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds ridiculous to me. Yeah. And then I wrote, the, there he is, the rugged man himself, because uh, there was a scene where it's like the flashback of her first relationship with Arthur. Yeah. And then I wrote, not, not, I'm not surprised that this is the type of woman R.A. is into. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote, nice crack pipes. You know when she pulls out her glassware with the electric? Yeah, dude. You look like a bunch of crack pipes. Yeah, That's what I said. Yeah. Is it what you said? Yeah, yeah. I was like, those look like crack pipes. What's she doing? Shit. What the fuck were they, though? I still uh, don't know. Just like electric stimulation, I guess. I don't know. They're like, like Tesla coils. That yeah. <laughs> Tesla like, coils. You know, like you know the like laugh lamps were really big and then they had these like like spherical lamps that when I you felt, touch it the lightning like, bolt kind of like zapped your finger yeah, a little bit yeah. like, it didn't static. zap your finger it didn't zap it though it just was attracted to where your finger right yeah yeah i think it's just like little gadgets like that but uh in the movie uh, it's it's made to look like she's yeah she's experiencing some sort of like zapping yeah electric electric shock uh stimulation Ele- yeah electrical stimulation yeah, yeah. And then it's so intense that it was smoking up her nether regions. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then I wrote, uh, that looks like, you know, in the part when they're in the, in the pizza place and the, the girl's like talking about the guy with a 10 inch cock. 14, yeah. 14 inch. 14 inch cock. And yeah. the, the that was, guy, the blonde oh, guy, it looks yeah. like LP. You know, the rapper LP. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Eh? He looks like a really young LP. Yeah, you're right. Yo, pull that up, Jamie. Pull up LP. Jamie. <laughs> I have something to say about that scene, actually. Yeah. Is it's JP fucking I, that, rapper? that dialogue is definitely a runner-up for some one of the worst pieces of dialogue in the movie. So we're getting to uh, favorite shots. Favorite shots. Let's do it. Now, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. for those watching on YouTube who have been uh, used to the video feed for these past few episodes... Uh, this movie might be too explicit to show every scene. Uh, so that's why we haven't been scrubbing through the movie like we usually do. So our apologies if we don't show the scene we're talking about. If we don't, it's because there is explicit nudity and YouTube would not allow that. Get kicked. Yeah. I mean, do you, any of you guys have a, have a shot? Your favorite shot is... Uh... Too, 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 too bad biology for YouTube. <laughs> um, oh, really? I don't think so either. But just yeah, in case, either. just like, just like the act of scrubbing through is enough to get us yeah. pulled. I think you know. Mm-hmm. You think you could scrub through on a different monitor? Nah, fuck it. I'm already set up. Fuck it. All right. Uh, Joey, you want to start? Favorite scene? <sighs> yeah, sure. Uh, the end because the movie was over. no my favorite was but it was the end it was my favorite uh scene favorite shot though you said uh favorite shot or favorite scene well either one they both count favorite shot favorite shot might be the um one of the still frames um i don't know what 
I don't know which one. Uh, I can't decide. Those are my favorite shots. Like, I don't know which one. Uh, they're all sort of good, in my opinion, but sort of good is as good as you can hope for. Uh, but uh, favorite scene? Yeah, probably the last scene. The I guess, yeah, the climax. Ha uh-huh. So levitation, or you mean the fucking uh, pussy blood splatter with the dick birth? Yeah, all of it. All of it. Well, I, I enjoyed the, uh, I think the, the pussy splatter dick birth was a good shot. It's not yeah. my favorite, but I, I did enjoy it. That's, that's my favorite. Don't ask me to explain why. No, that's fine. Why? Nah, <laughs> who knows? Who knows, man? Dante, favorite shot, favorite scene? What's up? Uh, favorite shot was um, when... Uh, after she fucks the guy from the Hills Have Eyes and she's giving birth in the car. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you could, and that was actually a really good shot where she's giving birth in the car. Yeah, I agree. Where you see like her face through the crack, like through the broken window. Yeah. And it was very well composed that shot. I like that one a lot. Yeah. It was either that or the shot where Ari the Rugged Man is looking inside her pussy. (laughs) Yeah. That was just fucking funny. Yeah, they're right there. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's, uh, those are those are the two favorite shots I wrote down. And my favorite scene, I don't think I have a favorite scene. Cool. Nick, favorite shot, favorite scene. I'm thinking my One favorite or the other. scene would be the uh, the drug dealing scene, just because it's so ridiculous. Okay, cool. Not good, but uh, fun enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe the yeah. last shot too. The the blood pussy birth. That's fun enough. Oh yeah, it was nice. I agree. What about yourself, Lee? Um, I do quite like the uh, over-the-shoulder naked bats running around looking for drugs <laughs> in his apartment. I thought that was fun. But I think either the uh, bathtub birth I really enjoyed. I think it definitely could have been composed better and framed better. But compared yeah. to the rest of the movie, I think they did a pretty good job. Apart from that, I liked the uh, <laughs> pussy electrocution. The smoke coming up. Yeah, I thought that was nice. I thought that was a good. I thought that was a good shot. Actually, come think of my my favorite scene would be bats going through the apartment. In the yeah, apartment. it's a yeah, good just, scene. It's it's just well because made. of the weight of his reaction at the end. I think they did his face very well. Yeah, I mean that was very cool. Yeah, and of course the the I mean. The the photography montage, I like it kind of like put such a harsh pause in the movie. Mm-hmm. But those pictures are so good. Yeah, they're very good pictures. Like I wish they would have just put those in the end credits. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that would have made smart, more sense but... to me. Huh? Mm-hmm. That would have been a smart thing to do though, Lee. Right, yeah, of course. And this this movie is anything but smart. Exactly. <laughs> Are there many reviews for this one? Yeah, I was oh, just going to ask. I was just going to ask. Surprised. That's, probably, that's probably the best letterbox. There's review. one fan. Oh, not bad. Is but it there, uh, there's at least a thousand reviews, I think. Oh, well, let's jump into them because I'm excited that's to see what people say. Yeah. So I, I'm, using, uh, I'm using my personal account because I recently paid for the pro membership. That way we wouldn't have to deal with ads. Ooh. No free advertising on the podcast anymore. Ooh. 
Um, this podcast is sponsored by Rage Shadow Legends. Nope. No, it's not. Nor, nor don't you <laughs> yeah. fucking dare. Nope. Don't download any of that <laughs> shit. Don't do it. Yeah, don't get a VPN just uh, tour. But yeah, my original rating was three out of five stars. I use a different rating system than the podcast, though. So if you want to know what mine is, check out my Letterbox account. <laughs> my uh, original review was, I think I mentioned it before, it just fucking, it's the best high school project I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But let's check out some one-star reviews or half-star. I could give it a star and be nice, but man, it's so bad. Yeah, okay. The is given to a penis. <laughs> All right, that's that, a good review. That, that rating could have gone either way. Yeah. It could have been a five or a half. This flick somehow manages to be simultaneously misogynistic and misandric, which leads me to believe that its target audience is made up of resentful asexuals. The makers of this god-awful movie must have a genuine hatred for the act of sex because it is exclusively portrayed as a grotesque, unpleasant experience. It would be so bad it's good if it didn't get the feeling in the pit of my stomach that the writer is off somewhere committing genital mutilation on homeless people. Sounds like Arthur Rugged Man. That last <laughs> part. It sounds like something you do. Yeah, a little bit. Honestly, I, I, like, I don't think this person gets it, though. I like this review. I like really? it a lot. Yeah, I did. I didn't feel like the. I don't think the sex was displayed as grotesque. No, I don't agree with it. Okay, I just like it as a, <laughs> okay. as a something that you put out on the internet. I think it's nice. All right. Um, I don't see how it's misogynistic and misandric. No, me neither. Um, what does misandric mean? I know what it means, but for our viewers, what does it mean? So misandric is. Uh, like misogynistic but directed towards men oh interesting so it's saying so you didn't know what it means. so did you know what it meant or not (laughs) no that was a joke dude i don't know what it fucking means okay yeah yeah so it's like the the directed towards men of misogyny um it uh yeah i don't see it as and okay the act of sex is definitely negatively portrayed in the movie i mean it always ends with well, it always ends with a murder. That's, that's, Isn't that, that normal? Well, <laughs> <laughs> normal, no. It's a but, joke. Uh, well, I, I don't know. Everyone, everyone dies, right? Anyway, yeah, everyone dies and everyone has sex. So, right. Well, I mean, okay. Sorry to the incels in the chat, but whatever. <laughs> um, don't apologize to them. Fuck, they don't deserve it. I don't want to get shot up in the next shooting. So, <laughs> this is definitely a lot, a lot more PG thirteen than a lot of different animes. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, I don't think, I don't think sex is. Po- it's definitely not positively portrayed. I mean, I would disagree. Oh yeah, I think it's beautifully portrayed. Yeah, well, she <laughs> she loves it so much. She's going to the the ends of humanity to get it. Yeah, and that's I, I not think- necessarily a good thing. But I think her killing, like she explains, the second time she kills her lover, she explains it's because the intense rush of emotion she feels because of her hypersexual metabolism forces her to feel them to the extreme, right? I think that's beautiful. I kind of, I, I like that. I don't think that's grotesque at all. Yeah, but it's also like, you know, she has seven clits. You know how amazing sex would be if you had seven clits? I'd be doing it all fucking day. Right. Which is, again, not grotesque to me. 
So I don't see it. It doesn't seem unpleasant either. She's enjoying it. She's taking pictures and shit. I don't think Bats is enjoying it because his penis has its own consciousness. So it probably feels like he's having a devil's threesome every time he fucks. I think you guys are actually insane. (laughs) (laughs) So it's definitely negatively portrayed. I mean, she ends up drenched in blood half the time she... Before, sometimes before she even finishes having sex. What's so negative about that? Are you kink shaming her? <laughs> uh, I'm not kink shaming her. I'm murder shaming her. Oh, that's just as bad. I think if it happened, well, if it's just as bad, then yeah, sure that I'm kink shaming her. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, the N movie number. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was, this guy seems like he has his own kind of little rating system. All right, so fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. That's not English. You want to read it anyways? <laughs> All right. En Buda exista un medio de asaso. I don't know. Is it well, Portuguese? Well, you got to finish now. I'm yeah, not reading all of it, started. though. Wait. All right. What about this one? Just pure trash. Not okay. even enjoyable. Not even enjoyably bad. Just feels like a preteen's attempt at erotic fanfic performed by the most unqualified and bizarrely untalented ensemble possible. That's true. Technical production (laughs) is garbage too, from the props and effects to the camera work and sound engineering. There's an annoying echo on almost every scene. Just miss this one, please. I agree with everything after that first little sentence. The first sentence. Yeah, the first sentence and a half. Not even enjoyably bad? Yeah, that, I think it is enjoyably bad. Yeah, I think so too, yeah. And I think it's not pure trash. Um, it is mostly trash. Yeah. And all the rest is pretty accurate. Definitely, a pre- yeah, no, I know. I don't know, man. I kind of dug the props. Good for them for doing practical effects. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. I liked it. They weren't good. Um, I think they were, dude. I think it was. I, I, think, I think that I think they served the movie fine. Yeah, I think it. But I think very also, cohesive with how the movie is. Like, like I, if this movie yeah. had, if this movie was so shit and it had really good props, <laughs> it wouldn't make sense, you know. That's true, but I think it adds to the enjoyably bad. Yeah. I think the uh, which requires garbage. If the camera work and the lighting were better, the props would have looked a lot more realistic. Hmm. I think the prop wasn't the problem. I think the cinematography was the problem. Because I think the Maybe, prop yeah. was actually really fucking well made. I mean, it was, it was all right made. I don't know about really well made. I don't know, dude. I think there's a, there's a way you could have shot those props where they would have looked fucking great. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe. But it looked like, the fact is it looked like paper mache. Yeah. Leave By it. <laughs> do you want to sort the ratings by best because i think that would be funnier yeah i mean we're already done with the half star reviews anyways and i feel like most of these are going to say the same thing mm-hmm. what yeah. we're realizing it was supposed to be a comedy but anyone who knows who frank uh and lauder is should know what they're getting themselves into right nick i think so if you know anything about uh this kind of exploitation nonsensical genre yeah, this guy liked it. Director of Brain Damage and Basket Case, two of my favorite makes another offensive masterpiece. If you are offended by anything, do not watch this. <laughs> this guy loves it. If you're it. offended by anything, don't watch it. Yeah, and his little his profile is uh, 
skull smoking a dart. That's a Van Gogh. Yeah, that's a Van Gogh. That's uh, that's Joey's Steam profile too. His favorite movies? No, are not Batman, anymore. The Thing, Twin Peaks, and Sweeney Todd. That's interesting. Hey, he rated the Rob Zombie remake five stars. I respect that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, well, as the director of Rain Dragon, if you're offended, I mean, I think everyone's offended by something. Well, I think uh, this movie so. kind of pushes that boundary, anyways. I wouldn't take. Oh, he probably means if anything offends you. Or like, if you're easily offended, don't watch. Yeah, it. like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's true, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, if you're sensitive, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're a sensitive person, don't watch any exploitation film. Yeah, and I think this review is like showcasing we're not going to get a lot of objective reviews from the five stars. Yeah, most likely. I mean, best premise for a movie and flawless execution. Well, that's... (laughs) The movie of a generation deserves Oscars. Multiple. Multiple Oscars. just ridiculous. Not just just... one. Multiple. (laughs) Several. Several Oscars. (laughs) He wants it to sweep. I don't think this person's ever seen another movie. (laughs) This is the only movie this person's seen. Oh, man, that's funny. Person That's human. Good. Yeah, okay. Beautiful and ludicrous little love story by the sympathetic Frank Henenlotter. Sympathetic? What does that mean? It's his email. It must be. F- yeah, sympathetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's French and he's trying to say sympa. Sympathetic? Yeah. By the sympathetic. Is, is sympathetic an English word? No, it's sympathetic. Feelings showing are expensive. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, no, but it's sympathetic. Yeah, it's sympathetic. Okay, so sympathetic is not a word. Not as far as I know. All right, bad review. Unless he means of the simp system. <laughs> it would be an I. Masterpiece, hilarious. I mean, hilarious, yes. Masterpiece, definitely not. <laughs> Driven by biological excess, a man and a woman search for sexual fulfillment unaware of each other's existence. Unfortunately, they eventually meet, and the bonding of these two very unusual human beings ends in a god-awful love story. That's a summary, not a review. Yeah. Um, I think, you know what? I think they what they needed the most, the, the two main characters, is not um, sexual fulfillment. I think what they actually needed was more of an emotional fulfillment thing. Because wasn't that, that... That's what they sort of felt rejected for. Yeah, that's true. I'm yeah, thinking, but instead they got death. Yeah. They got dead. All right. Uh, four and a half stars. I need a dick the way a junkie needs a fix. Yeah, okay. I, I remember that. Yeah. The biggest homage that's too to... Long. Oh, That's too long. Just read the, bring the, on the podcast, bro. Fuck, dude. You want me to bring Fat Pie 42 <laughs> on the podcast with a name like that, dude? Fat Pie dude, 42, how can we not? Is fucking Happy Death Day and The Edge of Tomorrow. Those are the same movie. And Groundhog Day, those are all the same movie. All three of these are the exact same movie, dude. I'm not talking to this guy. <laughs> this, guy's this, guy, a one, this guy fell for the one trick and he and he's not ashamed. Dude, literally all these movies are the exact same. Fat Pie 42, eat my shit, dude. Even Source Code. Isn't that also? I, just don't know. I haven't seen it. Go click on it. 
Source code 2011. Decorated soldier. Captain wakes Wolf. up. Yes. Wakes up. What's up? Yes, this is the same. Discovering he's involved in a mission to find the bomber of a Chicago commuter train. He learns he's part of a top secret experimental program that enables him to experience the final eight minutes of another person's life. Relives the train incident over and over oh again. Oh my God. All the same fucking repeat the same day fucking bullshit trip. Yeah, look, it says it says it says on his bio, favorite films, theme, repeating day movies. Oh my yeah. god. Oh, yeah. oh god. <laughs> Get this fucker out of here. A general movie snob. I don't think so. No way, dude. I don't okay. think so. Starts off great, gets boring, whatever. Gets great. I agree with that. I think actually, you know what? I think the first act was the worst. That's really? uh yeah. That's a bold statement. And I don't think the third act was that good either. I don't and none of this movie was good. I don't know what I'm saying. The next movie is really funny. What? Where's my fucking if, if Jimmy you, jig? If you feel if you feel awkward telling your kids about the birds and the bees, just show them bad biology and let them figure it out for themselves. Oh my god. <laughs> They'll turn out fine, yeah. Terrible. Frank Hennenlauter has legitimately flawless filmography. I don't know what the fuck this means. IDST. My good bitch. Is that? I think that's a that's a sexually transmitted disease he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck Letterboxd, dude. These reviews suck. You guys want to give your own reviews? What do you think? Uh, out of ten, me. Out of ten, the average. Uh, uh, I'd say like um, five is pure average. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I'd say like two or three, two point <laughs> five. Fair enough. It yeah, it's it's a like. I'm not talking about in terms of concept, in terms of plots, in terms of it's just a badly made movie. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. It's just badly made, but I respect it and I All enjoyed right. watching it. You okay. Know? Yeah. That's Joey. It. Uh, yeah, I was thinking three. That was my first uh, thought. Uh, like Dante said, I mean, it's a bad movie. Uh, yeah. I did I did laugh a lot through it, though. Yeah. So I think that deserves a few stars. Yeah, okay. it, was bad, it was bad, but enjoyable. Yeah. Nick? I, mean, I got a little soft spot for it because, um, you know, Basket Case is so much better. But, okay, you just like Hen and Lauder, right? Well, Basket Case is the the archetypical terrible movie that you just love to watch because it's so <laughs> fucking bad. But this doesn't have enough bad where you want to see it again and again. Okay. And it's got little hints of stuff that could be good, but it's never done, like it's never successfully completed. Just for like the the potential to be something either really bad or average, I'm going to give it a four. Oh, you know what, Nick? I was going to give it a four as well. There you go. <laughs> because as dude, like technically speaking and just like watching it, it's fuck, it's bad. It's, it's just bad. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I've seen a lot of movies that have tried a lot harder to be good and failed mm. that I think deserve worse than this movie. So this movie gets some credit for at least being self-aware not taking itself too seriously and just fucking being a joke and enjoying it and just fucking around, you know? And it is fun to watch. It is fun to watch. I enjoy watching it. I mean, I'm not going to watch it again for a while, 
mm-hmm. I've seen it enough for now. But every time I watch it, it's funny. So fuck it. I, I'll give it a four. Fuck, I didn't think of that, man. I kind of want to change my review now. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> like, dude, like watch the fucking Emoji movie. That's yeah, like oh, actually that's trying to be a good movie. And that movie fucking sucks. Like, at least this movie is like, it knows it sucks. It's a fucking joke and it knows it. You know, it's I self-aware. I can't believe you've brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> Next pod, we do Emoji movie. <laughs> no, no. I'm never watching that again, dude. There's no fucking way. You guys are on your own. You I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Do you guys think the movie would have been better without Ari the Rugged Man being a part of it? Or do you feel like Ari the Rugged Man is too much a part of this movie's spirit? No, I I, I don't know if Nick and Joey can answer because they're not familiar with Ari. But I think this is literally the only, like in, there's like an infinite amount of parallel universes. In every parallel universe, only one of them where R.A. the Rugged Man makes a movie, it is yeah. always this movie. Okay, okay, okay. Good like, answer. this is literally R.A. the Rugged Man's fucking DNA inserted into a fucking film stock. So you're saying it, would, it wouldn't be as good if it was just Tenemon? No, no okay. it would not. I it agree, too. I agree yeah. too. But I feel like, I feel like Ken and Lauder should have had a bit more... Uh, agency when it comes to the production of it, you know? I think, yeah, I think maybe if if R.A. wrote a script and then sent it to Helen Lauder and said, do whatever the fuck you want with this shit, I don't care oh, anymore. It would have be been better. It would have been better. Yes, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that. I think maybe get Hannah Lauder out of it completely and just do <laughs> Okay. Never good. All right. <laughs> good. Yeah, I think just get a whole new cast and a whole new crew and you might have a chance of making a good movie. Only underground New York hip-hop artists. No one else. No <laughs> one's allowed to be in it except for fucking just under... Get Immortal Technique in here. Get all of them. Nah, Fuck it, dude. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he... Get he, MF Doom in here. Everyone. Fuck yeah. Everyone's got to be in it. <laughs> he's going to hire... MF, if we get MF Doom, he's going to hire someone else to fill in for him. Oh, you know what? You know what would have yeah. been great? Is if Filthy Frank directed this? Movie. Oh my God, Filthy Frank! <laughs> right? <laughs> There's no way, dude. The best. You would never do it. You mean no. Joji? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! All right. You mean Joji, dude? We're talking about artists here. No, I'm talking about Papa Franco. All right. Pink guy. <laughs> Papa Pink, Pink guy. Pink guy forever. Uh, the Francis of the filth. Hey. If this movie is anything, it's fucking filthy, right? That's true. That's yeah. definitely true. This has been the Monolith Film Podcast. Thanks for watching. You can find Nick and I on Instagram through the Monolith Film Pod account at Monolith Film Pod. Find us on Twitter there as well. Email us at the Monolith Film Club at gmail.com. Send us your own reviews, movie requests, suggestions. Uh, tell us what we're doing wrong, whatever you want. We're going to read it and make fun of you no matter what, so it doesn't matter. Uh, definitely tell us what we're doing wrong yeah Joey Byrne thanks for joining us thanks for having me Dante to Paganon thanks for joining us fuck you (laughs) wow Jesus Christ (laughs) okay Uh, anything you boys want to plug before we bail follow me at at daffy.dante on Instagram there you go Joey nothing eh follow Dante oh okay there you go Well, until next week, fucking watch the movies, watch the podcast, tell literally everybody you know about us.
Even if distribute the wax SMG all that Play a ball back It's a rap Back it up Guess who's back It's a rap Take it how you want If you want It's just a rap I make it in distribute the wax SMG all that Play a ball back 